ability at Babby's house. Babby's house. Everybody else. Family. Welcome to Babby's house. Today's guest has been warming the hearts of friends and family and followers for almost 40 years, maybe close to 50 years in ministry. And she has an impeccable ministry and career. She has been ministering literally around the world as one of the original Edwin Hawkins singers. You might remember back in the year 1970, if you can go back that far, a powerful hit that not only blasted on gospel radio, but also it crossed over into secular radio, that unforgettable song called Oh Happy Day. Well, our guest was an original member of the Edwin Hawkins Singers and is on that recording and has literally sung that song behind Edwin Hawkins around the world up until his passing. And now the Lord has given her a beautiful uh, ministry. She is a part of the Bill Gaither Homecoming family. And I think if I'm not uh, if I'm correct, that's where we met, and we have become fast friends, and more than that, we are sisters in the Lord. Let me introduce to you who are watching the incomparable, the impeccable, the unforgettable, the beautiful. I cannot find enough superlatives to introduce this beautiful lady, Lily Knowles. Oh. Lily, my friend, thank you for being on the show with me. Like I'm at Babby's house. You are at Babby's house. You are in my, you are in my heart, and you are in my house. Um. And you, you're in my house because your music is in my house. I've been playing your music all week. Well, yeah, that was 26 years ago we met, we met uh, at the Gaithers. Wow. That's how long I was on there. That's right. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. How did, how did you meet Mr. Bill Gaither? How did you become a part of that, well, that whole wonderful family that we get to be a part of? Do you remember their um, musical, Alleluia? Yes. Well, I was living in San Jose and a big church wanted to have the Bay Area premiere of Alleluia. Asked me to come and sing God Gave the Song and one other song. Well, the gentleman who was there to do many of the other songs was Doug Oldham. Doug Oldham. He recorded one of my songs, All I, Right. I know. I know, I know. right? <laughs> when he sang that at the taping, that was awesome. So he said afterward, um, I need to tell two friends about you. Well, his friends were Bob McKenzie and Bill Gaither. Wow. <laughs> They don't come so, any finer no, than those no. two gentlemen. So I was sitting at my desk at the, on my job, and my supervisor came and said, um, there's somebody on the phone named Bill Gaither. Would you like to speak with him? That was like saying the president of the United States is calling. Yes, <laughs> so of I went over there, and he said, Gloria and I are starting a record company in Nashville, and we would like you to be one of the first artists. Would you like to? Uh, so I flew down there, and the rest is history. And then I traveled when it was Bill, Gloria, and Danny as the Bill Gaither Trio. Of course. I traveled with them. And uh, it was just a, a wonderful introduction by the Lord and the connection. Yes. So, and he, well, <laughs> we love you by what we can see on screen. But I want to go back. I want to go back to your, your childhood, because we don't know a lot about your beginning and where you were born and about your family. So tell us a little bit about growing up. Well. My mom had five children, one year apart. She waited six years, and I was born. So that's why everybody says I'm spoiled rotten, because they were... Because <laughs> you are. <laughs> and it was a wonderful Christian home. I thank God for my mom that that was the home I was born into. Every time the church door opened, the Knowles family walked through. Six girls, one boy. 
And I was always at church. Uh, of course, you know, the choir is the focal point of the church. And I was in the choir from the time I was able to sing. I thought that I could sing. And uh, ended up playing for the choir, not like you, but it was interesting now that I looked back. You're really kind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, growing up, and I remember the the day that I realized that I needed Jesus, and that my mom said that that's what we needed to get to heaven was yes. to accept Jesus, and I did. And what many, many, many years later, He's still in my heart. Yes, and yes. So, then, so where were you born? Fort Smith, Arkansas. Oh, wonderful. Fort Smith, Arkansas. When I was 12, my dad passed away, and my mom had a sister in Seattle, and she said, I want you to bring the two girls out here because I had a sister a year younger than me. We moved to Seattle, and it was the first time I went to an integrated school. That wow. was interesting. I had never even seen an Asian person until I got to Seattle and got a part of a wonderful church there. and in the choir, and it was just been a wonderful life. Wow. Thank God. Well, you know what? I don't know that I've ever had this opportunity to say this, but let me just say this publicly. Thank you. Thank you for being a trailblazer. Thank you for introducing wonderful music. Thank you for being a shining light for the oh. cause of Christ. And I can remember when I was in about the ninth or the 10th grade, back in the mid-70s, uh -huh. and uh, you know the, early, the late uh, 60s and the early 70s, um, playing the piano for my father's church, and I heard this song on the radio. I know. Called Oh Happy Day with that familiar do 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 in the piano part. Yeah. I mean, it was just a setup for a little preacher's girl like me, you know, to go to the piano and pick out those words and, and that, that melody. And the next thing I know, I was teaching it to the choir. And that song just, it blew up all over the world, literally. It, it still is. I have to do it every concert. Nobody seems to get tired of it. No, it's, it's. And I tell the people, if you look in the hymn book, if you can find one at a church, but I mean, it's, it's in the hymn book. It's an old hymn yes. that Edmund we arranged, brought it to rehearsal that night and said, uh, I went through the hymn book and I saw a song and taught it to us and we sang it. And What was that like? What was it like? I mean, you know, when you're working, you don't really realize, you know, how great of a moment you're establishing pretty much until people pass away. And then you kind of realize that was a pretty big deal. Yes. But how did you become a member of the Edwin Hawkins Singers? Well, I, was belong I belonged to a great church in San Jose, 32 miles from Oakland. And they said there was going to be rehearsal for a choir that was going to go back east to compete uh, in a singing whatever. And if we wanted to be a part of the choir. So my friends and I, we drove up every Monday night to Oakland to rehearse. And did, uh, went back and came in second in the competition. <laughs> then we recorded that album. And the interesting things, it was an Ampex, uh, Ampex two tracks. So Dorothy's on one track and the choir's on another. And took the, took the photo made the recording. A year later, a hippie named Abe <laughs> was throwing away records. In, in case y'all don't know what a hippie is. Well, a hippie is like a, you know, a long-haired person that's kind of free-spirited, yeah. you know, and just exactly. kind of lives by the whims and enjoys life yeah. and maybe lives what we would call off the grid, yes. you know, just a free spirit. <laughs> that's right. He's throwing away records in the back room of a warehouse in San Francisco. He sees the picture of the black choir, 
puts it on a turntable, the first cut is, oh, happy day. He wow. flipped out, ran down to a radio station, said, you got to play this. Wow, and, and the rest is history. That's how it happened, the rest is history. That is amazing. You know, I've traveled a lot overseas, uh -huh. um, and particularly in, in Europe. Uh -huh. When they hear this song, Oh Happy Day, it's like the national anthem of the continent. And every time we, when I've gone overseas and uh -huh. taken singers with me, and we uh -huh. sing Oh Happy Day kind of like the end of our concert, yeah. because we know Europeans love this song, uh -huh. and really around the world, yes. we have to do two and three encores. and four encores. encores what, was it, what is it about this, this song that well, is just unforgettable? I think it was, it was different uh, than the music that was then. And there is a message, even people who didn't know Jesus as Lord, it's just exciting to think that, there is somebody who can save us, and yes. I, I, God used it. It was a, a mystery to us. It, it's, it is a mystery how God uses this song. That's and it, right. even for people that don't know the Lord, it's, it's a connection That's right. to this song, and, and it's powerful. Yeah. Well, I want to know, um, you've been singing for how many years now? Well, my first recording was 1975, so that's uh, 85, 95, 205, 215. Uh, <laughs> wow. 40-something years. Almost 50 years. Almost 50 years. Because I sang before I had a, a record. Remember records? Yes, I remember yes, records. I had. Uh-huh, that's like a granddaddy CD. <laughs> and for those of y'all that don't yes. know what a CD is, just ask your grandmother. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I sang before I even had um, a record, and so it was... Before 75, yes. Yeah. So what do you think, you know, a lot of people, you know, you're, you're a few years older than I am, but according to categories, well, so we're, we're kind of like in the same, um, we're not in the same decade, but we're in the same category. <laughs> we can Some say 59, how. 95 plus tax, shipping and oh. handling. <laughs> I'm 83. You're 83. Miss mm -hmm. Lily yep. Knowles, that is unbelievable. Well, it's true. It's true. And listen, you're gorgeous. Oh, you, yeah. you are just gorgeous and stunning. And a whole lot of things that but I can I say. But I never get asked out on a date, ever. That was going to be my question. You've been singing for a long time, and you never marry. Never. Never marry. You've always been single. Yes. And there are people who are watching that are wondering, you know, does, uh, I don't know how to deal with my singleness. Does God have a mate for me? Uh, you, know, you hear people say, well, you're looking for your better half, you know, <laughs> things like that. How do you, talk, talk to us about being single all these years. Well, I almost married. I had my wedding invitations, a ring, everything, but I knew that it was not God's will. And I did not want to do that, knowing that I would be out of the will of God, so I canceled everything. Yeah. And then I realized that God had a plan for me, and I just started traveling after that, and I'm thinking now, it would have been difficult, I believe, to have done what I have done and gone where I'd gone had I been married yes. and with children. So, yes. And I, I, tr I try to tell singles that um, you have to be happy. The state, as Paul said, the state that you're in, be content. And I'm not talking about uh, uh, Washington or Oregon. I'm talking about <laughs> the state that you're in, be content. Because Find happiness where you are and let, the God, let God use you. And singles are able to do things that married people can't do as far as help, helping out in the church and with ministries. And I say to people that if you are um, single and you're unhappy, you will be unhappy when you're married because happiness does not come from a person. It comes from God, comes from Jesus. Yes. And so and happiness is 
happenings. It's, yes, it's situated upon our happenings. Yes. But joy Jesus. Is, is from Jesus. Yes, right. Because joy is a person. That's right. And that person is Jesus. <laughs> well, I want to talk about the fact that you, um, when a lot of our your counterparts and your peers uh, and people your age have uh, are sitting on the rocking chair and watching Jeopardy and the price is right. <laughs> you packed your bag. Listen, you live on the West Coast and you just got here a couple of days ago. So you're still in, you know, changing time zones and traveling on long flights mm -hmm. and getting up on stage and remembering all your words. and <laughs> Not all the time. <laughs> well, you know, reasonably so. I think you're doing pretty good, Miss Lily. I think you're doing really uh... well. So talk to me about, you know, the fact that you that you haven't retired, but you've refired in a great sense of the the the, the word. And talk about your, the longevity of your career and your ministry. Well, I I owe it all to the Lord, and I I spend as much time as I can in His Word because I know that's what refreshes me, and and I know that. Uh, he has this plan for me, and I want to go with it until uh, I don't sing anymore. Then I won't sing anymore, but I'm not planning. People ask me, when are you going to retire? Go retire to what? For what? Yes. Exactly, to I what? I did move into a retirement center, though, five years ago, and that's been good for me because I can just lock the door and leave and... You know how little old neighbors are. Everybody's watching That's in my right. place, so I don't There's have to worry about. <laughs> yes, I don't have to worry about anything. That's good. So it's just a, it's it's wonderful. I I was so sad during COVID in 2020 that I wasn't able to be out and yeah. about. And so now that uh, things are kind of lifting, I'm just going all the time now. That's wonderful. Well, you are still singing, and your voice is stunning. I mean, we, I've been listening to you sing during our sound check, and your voice is absolutely gorgeous. And listen, one of my favorite memories is of you and me. We, we recorded a song together on one of the Gaither vocal, uh, the Gaither yeah. videos. And we're going to sing it. We're going to sing it. Well, she just let the cat out of the bag. Oh. That's okay. That's okay. So you have to stick around for that. You don't want to miss this duet with Lily and me. I, it's going to be really it beautiful. It was a good time. It was a good time. I love your time. voice. And that's what I was going to say to you. Just complimenting you on the, the power and the clarity of your voice. How do you keep your voice so clear? Well, I try not to uh, sing, and you said this to me, and I've remembered it, above my range. If I can't go there comfortably, then I don't go there because I want to preserve what God has given me. Well, he has definitely done that. You've taken really good care of your voice and yourself and I'm just so so proud of you and you're you're just gorgeous on the inside and mm -hmm. out so uh, you're still traveling are you still traveling and doing concerts and yes tell us about that often when anybody calls if I have it open and I pray about it and then I go I I'm just always on the plane or I drive a lot of places too you're still driving yes yes and and uh, I love I love it because I listen to tapes of ministry and songs yes. and, as I'm going. Yes. So talk to me about how the Lord has, has sustained you spiritually. You, you gave your heart to the Lord when you were just a young girl. Mm -hmm. And so you've walked with the Lord for many years mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And is there a passage of scripture or, you know, when you, that, that your heart can go to when, you know, you're, you're challenged or you're disappointed or you need an, a word of encouragement. Talk to us about one of those life verses that continues to sustain you. That uh, he says, he'll never leave me nor forsake me. And he'll always be there, Isaiah 
was it 43-2, when I walk through the water, he's going to be with me. I'm not going to drown. When I walk through the fire, I'm not going to burn. He is always going to be by my side. And my time with the Lord in, in the mornings, I, I just can't leave the house without having time with him. Yes. And that sustains me and helps me all through the day. Yes, it does. It does sustain you. Uh -huh. And it sustains me. Uh -huh. And you know, I uh, am a mentor to up-and-coming singers and writers and uh, do seminars and workshops uh -huh. and things like that. And I've been in ministry um, 36 years. And I don't see, you know, there's no expiration date uh on God's plan for your life, right? So what would you say to those, I mean, you have a long established career, you're still singing, you're speaking, you're ministering, and not just to you know people your age, but you're, you get to minister to the world. Because I go to the grocery store and I see people of all ages that recognize, you know, they may recognize my face from the Bill mm -hmm. Gaither homecoming mm -hmm. videos, and so they recognize you, oh, yeah. uh, people from all generations. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to those who are up and coming who want to get started in the music ministry? The first thing I say is to make sure that God is calling you. That's very important because if you just see us up on stage and you think that's where I want to be, that will not work. You yeah. have to know that God has called you and he's going to open every door that he wants you to walk through and uh, be uh, comfortable um, with what he gives you to do because it, it may change a right. little bit or something. Yes. You know, one of the, your trademark. Um, characteristics is your smile. When that camera pans through the, that homecoming family and, you know, I might be sitting over there and you might be sitting on the other side of the, you know, the choir loft or the group up there on stage, I can always look at Lily and you have that beautiful, impeccable mm -hmm. smile. Where does that, where does that, that deep, smile, joy, contentment come from, come from. Tell us about that. Well, I say it's just Jesus' joy. I'm thankful that I know him as Lord and Savior. I'm thankful that he is always by my side. He, he never leaves me nor forsakes me. And I'm, I'm thankful that I can call on him when I have a need, whatever the need is. He knows about it. And he knows what I need when I need it. So that's why this 2020 of not being uh, able to go out and because singing is what I do, didn't have the income, but I never missed paying one bill. Isn't that amazing? That's my story too. People sent money to PayPal and I was just, it was wonderful how I, I was taken care of. Yes. Didn't bother me because the Lord promised that he would take care of me. Yes. He does. And he's doing a good job of it. <laughs> He, may I say, he's doing a good job of taking care of you. <laughs> oh. You are, you are. So what are you going to sing for us tonight? You're going to sing a happy day. Oh, yes. You got to sing a happy day. Absolutely. Because that's, um, that's just a, a song that everybody knows. And if you don't that's know it, right. it's real easy to learn. Yeah. And you'll just be tapping your toe and clapping your hands right in the middle of this yeah. wonderful song. So you're going to sing a happy day and what else? And then another song that, uh, it's an old hymn, but it just, it's, 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 it's about a story in the Bible, so it'll be coming across as yes. something. Well, listen, Miss Lily, thank you for being so faithful to God and 
for being so steadfast in ministry. And we just wish and pray for God many more years of ministry for you. Amen. And I'm looking forward to seeing you on stage when we get together for another Bill Gaither homecoming, whenever that is. If not, <laughs> we'll just watch the old videos, okay, or the old I DVDs. Know. I know. And thank God for and our kinship. And I can kinship. come to... To Babby's house. You can come to Babby's house. You can come to my real house. Yeah. You can come to my real oh. house and my show, too. Oh. It doesn't matter. You're always welcome. The door is Thank always you. open to you. Thank but you're going to sing for us. Yes. And you're going to sing, Oh, Happy Day. Yeah. And then Jesus came. Mm -hmm. So grab, the, you grab your microphone. You. And um, we will look forward to talking with some more, talking with you some more. Ladies and gentlemen, Lily Knowles. You to think about when Jesus came into your heart and life. It was a happy day, right? Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, happy day. Everything was new and different after that. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says that when we're in Christ, we are a new creature. And here's this beautiful song. It's a hymn that talks about what happens when Jesus comes into our heart and life. 
one set alone beside the highway begging his eyes were blind the light he could not see he clutched his rags and he shivered in the shadows then Jesus came <laughs> and he made his darkness flee <laughs> and this is for you and when Jesus comes the tempters at Satan Satan's power is broken you see when Jesus comes every tear is wiped away here's what he does he takes the gloom and then he fills a life with glory to stay. I want to say it one more time. Let him, let him take your gloom over it and let him fill your life with glory and gladness and glory and gladness for all his change. You hear what I said? comes into a heart and a life to stay. Well, Lily is going to sing that iconic song <laughs> that she delivers so beautifully. Welcome her back to sing His Eye is on the Sparrow. Let this song bless you as you listen to the words. Matthew 6, 26 says, Look at the birds of the air. They don't sow, they don't reap, they don't store away in barns. But your heavenly Father feeds them. And you are much more valuable than a little bird. So I ask you, why do you feel discouraged? Why? And why should the shadows come and why does your heart feel so lonely and long 
by heaven and home. 